Yeah, good day, everybody. You already know who it is. This is your host, King Nigel of Alpha Male Diaries. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, follow me on my podcast. I'm on Red Circle. I'm on Google Podcasts. I'm on Spotify. I'm on Radio Public. I'm on Amazon Music. And I'm on Stitcher. Get at your boy. Oh, yeah. And if I didn't say it, I'm on Apple Music as well. Apple Podcasts. And ladies and gentlemen, I have a topic I would like to discuss. You know, our, our, why do single mothers raise beta males? And why do single mothers raise these beta males and they not, you know, these, these are the type of men that these single mothers don't want in the first place. And thirdly, why do some single mothers, you know, love the fact that beta males exist or like to date beta males or get involved with in relationships, all the other stuff. You know what I mean, ladies and gentlemen? I'm going to have a very, very interesting podcast that's going to be coming up very, 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 very soon. And I'm waiting for one of my friends now uh, to get off work so that he can actually participate. Excuse me. He can actually participate in the podcast so you can get the perspective of, you know, at least how some men, you know, look at this whole situation as well as why is this a problem? Why are, you know, beta males and simps an issue when it comes to the whole dating thing, the whole, you know, stepping in and providing and doing whatever or may allow role reversals and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Why do these men do these things? Is it because these men want to be considered the good guys? Or is this because these are the type of men that women can take advantage of? Single mothers. And women as well, though. You know, women would love them a simp. They call them suckers, sugar daddies, whatever the case is. But sometimes, you gotta play. You gotta pay to play. But first, ladies and gentlemen, let's get on with this podcast. It's going to be discussed on, um, do single mothers raise beta males? And do single mothers raise their sons to be beta males as opposed to the men that they don't want, right? And thirdly, why do single mothers love the fact that beta males exist? So, um, what I would do is I would start the conversation from some of the information that I have gathered from talking to numerous people, guys and women that this was a, like an issue because a lot of women these days, you know, they're more in pursuit of alpha males, right? You know, providers, protectors, leaders, men that's well-known to the community, men that contributes to the community, that's valuable to those around him, as well as valuable to others, uh, such as businesses, organizations, uh, other serial entrepreneurs, other businessmen and women stuff like that and it sometimes get misconstrued based upon the fact that most women like the bad guys right you know the, the drug boys the you know the, the the street dudes and all this other stuff ray ray pookie you know all them guys but due to the fact of the money they have they misconstrued these guys as like alpha males and high value men so far as like when women goes out in the dairy market, how they look at men being as, you know, providers and men that they can trust that will lead them in the right direction opposed to 
men that they feel they have to take care of and they mooching off of them and they shacking up in their house and stuff like that. I mean, what what would your input be on, on a scenario such as uh, single mothers are raising baby males to be the exact same men that they don't want? Uh, I'll, I'll start with you, uh, Tay. I don't think they're... Um there's so much alpha they're very well one of them is really submissive and chill and the other one is kind of aggressive and a go-getter kind of like doing it as opposed to the other one who's really everything by the book very quiet very relaxed um so i'm not sure their father did you know he took part in raising them up it's not like it was just me raising them kind of so i think women do what they know they raise them from what they know. So if they know beta male behavior, that's what they kind of give their children. So yeah, if they're attracted to beta males, they're gonna kind of share that with their kids. And then later on, they may change as an individual and realize, okay, these aren't the guys for me. Let me try this. They meet an alpha male who treats them better in some aspect, but they may lose something that they enjoyed with the beta males such as control how you mentioned how they live with them and they're basically taking care of them and stuff when that woman is used to taking care of and then they take care of and it's by versa same okay and, and what about you jordy thank, thank you Tech. that that was some very great input i like your insight on that jordy oh uh, yeah i definitely appreciated that Tay. And I will say that that is indeed correct from my experience of some of the people of, I'm sorry? No, you gotta learn that behavior. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, one thing I tend to see is there are some who have learned and some who haven't. So those who haven't tend to try to fill in that void by doing what they think is best. For example, let's right. say you have a seeing a mother who went through a bad experience and then she's raising boys if the experience was bad enough she'll teach that boy or those boys to be everything opposite of their father she'll try to teach them to be the type of man that she wished she had instead of the one that she actually has now what i tend to see is the problem with that is the reason she had those children with that man particularly was because she was attracted to something in him. And in teaching her sons to be the opposite of her, of the baby daddy, she tends to succeed. But the problem is she also doesn't imbue within them the traits that made that would make the kids desirable to a wider majority of women the way she was attracted to the father so that tends to be so that boy is uh tends to be a mama's boy he's insecure he can't talk to girls he gets no play so to speak and that simply piles on as he gets older and eventually becomes a beta male who has no access to women okay great great yeah Okay, uh, what I would do, well, I, I'll ask a second question, right? Far as um, single mothers uh, raising their sons, their daughters, um, the single mothers have a habit of telling their daughters to get an education and 
get a job and, you know, establish a career and don't worry about a man, you know, and by the time they realize they're done with college, accumulating debt, student loan debt, all that stuff, they're around like they're early 30s, 32, 33. And now they're on a dating market after becoming single mothers looking for husbands in particular to provide lead and protect their family as as a package deal. Do you find that being a problem in, in like today's society right. with yeah yes, I can't 80%. hear anyone. You can't hear uh, Mario? Yeah I can hear you Mario. Yeah we can hear you. I'm not sure but it seems like you can't Oh, well, um, you just popped in. At first, I yeah, could could barely hear you guys. Okay, okay. All right, Mario, did, uh, did, did you hear the question? No, I, I can repeat it if you wasn't able to hear the question. Oh, you, re <clears throat> you really low, Nigel. <clears throat> Let me make sure my speaker is up. Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry about that. Okay. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, I, I'll ask the question again. The, the question I have asked, right, in today's society with single mothers, how they raise their sons to be beta males and how they raise their daughters to be independent, educated, successful, getting their degrees, and not worry about a man until later on in life when it's possibly too late. But in between time, within that span, they become single mothers and have accumulated student loan you know student loan debt and stuff and looking for a man to provide and everything for for her family okay um you want me to chime in on that yes okay um i find it ironic that uh, along the lines of what you said right they they'll they'll have things where they say okay um i don't want this man because he don't do this he don't do that he don't do this right as far as saying, okay, he has to have a job, he has to contribute, and he has to do this, right? But then you'll raise a son to work and watch you struggle to pay bills, don't want to contribute to the bills. Um, he don't want to help you out. You'll watch him do Uber Eats, spend his money on all type of stuff, and then you'll still be calling him your baby at 25, you know, and he's not really doing anything. And essentially the man that you say you wouldn't touch with a 10 foot pole or that you feel has no aspirations, you're inherently raising that same man and passing it on to the next woman. But you'll swear to your girlfriends or whoever listen that that's not the type of guy you want, but inherently you're keeping whatever you perceive to be a process going on. That's right. Okay, I can. I, I like that. I like that answer. Uh, what, what about you, Tay? What, what's, what's your input on that? Um, again, it goes back to the individuals and what they have dealt with, what they know. I personally think um, single women, the job is hard, yes, but if they are knowledgeable of what is best for their son individually, you know, on a societal level, like how will he excel in society? Will he excel by being a beta male or will he excel by being an alpha male, someone who can make 
choices, someone who can do things um, on his own without, you know, so much direction, et cetera, et cetera. Like, um, and if she can instill that in him, is she capable of that? Because again, that has to come from, um, it doesn't have to, but it's better if it um, translates from an alpha female who understands that alpha behavior, that behavior of making personal choices and not being afraid to be confident and moving forward and building and providing and protecting and that type of thing. Single women can do that and because they have to do that, they're forced to do that, so they can teach it. But it's better if it comes from a single mother that is familiar with an alpha male, if that makes sense. If she's not familiar with an alpha male, everything she's dealt with in her life has been beta, that's all she knows. So then these young men are coming out here, you know, in a different head space. And as far as teaching their daughters to um, basically put their education before family, again, that too is very interesting to me. My mom didn't, she didn't do that. Um, she didn't force me to choose. I made that choice. I preferred um, love over education, no matter whether I loved education or not. I was, I loved school. That's my thing. I love learning, but it just wasn't for me at the time. So I built a family. Um, I'm not sure if he was alpha or uh, beta. I think he was kind of in between, but he was a provider. He just was very chill. If that's a, I don't know if that's a thing, if there's an in-between, but you know, he was very chill for um, a man. He was very um, submissive on some ends, but he was a provider. He was a protector. He was very honest and open about what he needed in his, you know, to make him happy. So I think um, it really depends on individual learning, individual um, knowledge, and really, really building that person from the ground up, like okay. really knowing how they can contribute to society. Okay, thank you. Mario, anything you'd like to add to that or anything you can relate to in regards to what Tay just said? Um, I agree with what she said as far as um, if your your data that you've accumulated over time when dealing with people is only through beta males then you're going to be skewed and as far as how you teach or what you project because you only have one pool to choose from you know what i mean Correct. and regardless of whether we perceive a person to be alpha or beta some men are just not gonna ever be alphas that's the reality of it all you know what I mean? Yes, yes. So no matter, you know, what we choose from, that is what that is. It is what it is. <laughs> right, right. And, and this, right, this is... that's so true because they encounter men afterwards. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I'm listening. They, um, you know, throughout their life, they're going to encounter males from each pool, you know, and then they have to make that choice. And if it's not in them to become an alpha male, then it's just not in them because you can be taught that throughout life. You can be taught how to grow and build and become a provider. You can, but if you just can't grasp that um, that level of teaching, you're not going to do it. So that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, you know, th this has been a question that uh, I I've been wanting to ask for some time, right? 
Um, cause some, some men and women, they, they don't quite know how to handle this question because most men are raised just by their mothers, you know? Um, so do you think it's true that the reason why a lot of these women would overvalue themselves is because of how this, the, the sons were raised to cater to their mother, to take care of their mother, to do the things that technically a husband or a boyfriend should have been doing, you know, and everything like that. And um, just basically getting used to how the mother, uh, her her attitude, the way she talks, the way she acts, and guys be like, you know, I, I, I want a woman that's going to be feisty. I don't want no punk, you know, type of chick. You know, I want a woman that has some, some mouth down it. Do you do you think that's healthy, toxic, or in or dysfunctional for a man to be raised in that environment to where he feels as if a woman should be the one in charge? Uh, Mario, you can go with that first. That's a question with a lot of moving parts. <laughs> yeah, you gotta unpack that one. Yeah. <laughs> um. I can truly speak on that because I really I didn't meet my father till I was like 33 years old. So that person you're talking about was me. But my mom was old, traditional Southern woman, you know. So, you know, it was like if something happened to you outside, you know, and you come in the house running, crying or something, and her, her thing was you better go back out there and fight them. I'm going to lock this screen door on your ass. You, you know what I mean? <laughs> right, right, right. You, you, you know what I'm saying? So, so it wasn't no kid gloves handling. So I, I never felt like uh, my mom was trying to do some pseudo type stuff and put me in the role as the boyfriend or the, or the husband or something like that. And besides in the neighborhood I grew up in, it wasn't like you said, it was nothing but mothers raising, raising uh, boys. So to us, it was life as, as normal. We got used to it. I mean, you had your quote unquote uncles, you know what I mean? Right. So, but you, you, you dealt with it. I, I don't think it, it, it made me feel no type of way growing up feeling like, Oh, you know, it's, it was toxic that my mom did that. I mean, it was just life as normal. And I never really gave it um, much thought, you know what I'm saying? Now, were there a few anger issues by no man being around? Of course, you know, cause once you get to a certain age, you do have issues where you, you know, as they say, you start feeling yourself and you be thinking your mom can't tell you nothing, but what kid don't go through that? You know what I mean? Right. So, so I don't know if it had any effects like that. I never really sat down to think about it until you just said that, but I never had really any issues with that. Okay. Hey, David, can you hear us? Yes. Okay, David, how's it going? How you doing tonight? I'm good. I'm good. I just thought I would stop in for a few minutes. I got to go to work, but (laughs) I just wanted to support your, your, your meeting tonight. Okay, thank you. I, I really appreciate it. So you just no want problem. to get back and listen in, or you want to participate for a sec, few seconds, or you, you good? Um, I'm just joining, so I'm a little late. Okay. So I'll just, you know me. Yeah, I, hey, I appreciate it, brother. <laughs> Thanks for the support. You're uh, welcome, man. Sure, no problem. Tay, uh, what's, what's your input on that? Like, have you came across a man who feel as if a woman should actually be in charge and she should be the alpha role versus him being the, the, the beta male role and 
allowing the real reversals, you know, because that's what he's used to. Yeah, I have. And I I saw exactly why um, his behavior was like that, meeting his mom. She's very dominant. Um, She's very um, feminine, very loving, but she's very, very dominant at the same time. So it it made a lot of sense once I met her as to why he um, preferred that I behaved a certain type of way. I'm not argumentative on purpose. <laughs> um, let's, yeah, I'm not, I'm not gonna lie to y'all. I'll give you the business in a minute, but you have to give me a reason. You know, I'm, I'm not argumentative. And it seemed like he would kind of want more of that. If I wasn't arguing with him, if I wasn't fussing with him, he wasn't interested. And I didn't understand, like that didn't, that didn't make sense to me. So I was like, yeah, we gonna have to be friends because that behavior you're asking for is a little dramatic for me. Right. So I have seen that and I've seen that it has come from the single mom home because that's what he was used to. That's what he expected from women, you know, and I've also seen the other side of it where that's what he saw and that's what he didn't want at all. He didn't want any of that. He didn't want arguing. He didn't want no fussing. He loved the peaceful side. He wanted to keep it that way. So the second, you know, I would raise my voice. He would literally like, yep, nope, I'm not dealing with that. And he'd walk away, you know? So um, it, it can definitely be toxic to the young man at the time. You know, it could be toxic to his relationships because, you know, it's hard to find somebody to satisfy a parameter that, you know, your mom has, you know what I mean? Right. And you just hold on to that expectation and you kind of try to run with it. That's not fair, especially if, the situation was argumentative and you know where the woman has to be has to be in charge and you're not willing to you know take the reins and handle what you can handle as a man exactly so i I think it could it could definitely be toxic and rough around the edges (laughs) (laughs) uh what about you that's a really interesting um point of view because until he just brought it up it's it's, you know making me go back down memory lane going wait was i affected you know (laughs) bodies you know when i'm when i'm thinking about it right you know and and looking back at it i I just i mean i i don't think so but i could kind of look back at a few times where uh like i said my mama just refused to for, for her words raise a punk and then sometimes now when you think right. about that, you look right. back at it and go, well, there are times where I was over aggressive because she's put in my head, don't be no punk. You know what I mean? Right, right. So maybe it does have some effect now that I think about it. Yeah. 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 How do you, how do you find that balance? You know, but you may have found that balance um, coming up. You may not have been over aggressive. You may have been able to know when you were in punk mode and you didn't need to be there and you'll jump out of it <laughs> or when you know when you need to really take it down a notch you know you may have been able to balance that coming up on your own so it, it depends on the man at the time you know it really depends on how he wants to project himself at that point because after a certain point as as men and women don't we kind of decide who we want to be yes or do we like not get there without a kind of prompting so to speak you know like somebody prompting us oh don't you want to be a better man should you be this type of man or that type of man you know or a woman you know at what point do we decide who we want to be as opposed to having a template of what one should be because like me personally 
I was brought up to be very independent. My husband now is telling me, sit down. What are you doing? He's like, what independent? What? No, those days are over, you know? And I, that baffles me. Like, I don't understand that language. That, that doesn't make sense to me. You know, mama told me that I should never let a man do this, this and that for me, because what if he leaves? You know, yeah. now that there is toxic. Right. That's yeah. toxic. Yeah, that's right. You, you're not letting a man be a man because. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Because you're being told that, you know, men can't do anything for you because they're going to expect something or A, B and C. You know, yeah, mom, that's probably true for the guys you dealt with. But, you know, he's not like that. He's not like that. Right. What have you. So it's really in my head. It's just kind of a choice at this point. Once we grow up a bit, it's kind of a choice. It, yeah, yeah. And, and uh, Mario, you can't because you hear me okay through my through my speakers and everything. Can yeah, I can you? hear you now. First, you were really okay, low, but good, you good. you you good now. Okay, thank you. I appreciate that. So, um, Mario, what what would you like to add to that, or what 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 did you have in mind that you would like to discuss as far as this topic goes? Like, um, no, I I, I agree with her, but that's that's a really good talking point probably for a whole nother podcast as far as um mm-hmm. <laughs> as far as what age do you really yeah. decide at at who you're going to be what you're going to be and how you want to go about it you know as 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 the proverbial what age does a light bulb come on you know what i mean I well, you I you know so I that's a good question i i honestly have an answer for that though for for us men we should start around the age of 25 to see where are we going, who are we going to be, what are we going to do, how are we going to provide to fulfill our legacy and getting everything situated and established for generational wealth for when we do have kids, you know, plan ahead because the way it is today in society, each child approximately costs, will cost you $150,000 throughout their lifetime by the age of 18. And that's something to highly consider. And um, by the age of 35, that's when men's lives truly start to begin as far as their their value, as far as their, their income, their, their net worth and stuff like that. Up until they hit the peak of around the age of uh, 50, let's say 45 to 55 years old, that's when a man will hit his financial stride. And that's why men become more valuable with time versus a woman losing value with time due to the age and uh, geriatric pregnancies and stuff like that. That's interesting. Yeah, that is interesting. I never, wow. Where you get that 150 number from? That 150, the 25? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Where where you get those numbers from? Yeah, from the age of 45 to 55, that's when men would hit their financial stride. Their peak. That's where the man would be establishing life to where if he's making six figures, he would continue to make that and maybe a little more throughout his lifetime, depending on his 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 network of people and what he has going on to uh, generate another source of passive income. So that that happens quite a bit while you have serial entrepreneurs and all these guys that's involved with businesses and stuff like that. I guess my question is. Oh, go ahead. No. Where did you get 25? This just seems so late. Well, the reason why it's the age of 25 for a man to actually know this, because think about it. Most men are influenced to go to college from the time they're 18. They may go for four years. They may go for like their doctor's degree or something like that. That gives them time to figure out, are they actually going to get a job pretending to their degree? 
or do they actually go to college for something that's actually useless because they're interested in something else? Like they probably decided to start their own business and become an entrepreneur and then grow from there. So they will have 10 years to accumulate all the finances that they need in order to be able to be established to actually have a wife by the age of 35. That's when a man should actually look to be married by the age of 35. Is more mature. That's interesting. Yes. I, I hear what you're saying. I think that's uh that's probably I guess I don't know. It's interesting when you hear that. And then I don't know, and you started talking about that. Um I, I started thinking about my parents and um you know, people back in the day that didn't have as much but yet they made their marriage and their relationships work so it's and the man always kind of to some degree i guess in my viewpoint of um was the leader at that point and more so they worked together in developing their relationship now i think everybody's like on their own independently trying to figure out this whole thing because you know most of the time your parents didn't have very much when they started out that's always right. been the story you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So what age would you say if you say that's 25 is a little late? What 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 what's your Well, I mean after he after he gave his explanation um it made sense to like if you go to college and if you're going to do a masters or doctoral you're probably going to be around that age. Um however, <laughs> most time you're developing those relationships too while you're going through those those uh, the educational process or whatever as far as trying to figure out um, getting the education for the job that you wish to take i mean just because you go to school doesn't mean you you don't start dating or you don't yep, start yep, developing yep, a relationship yep. um so i don't know i mean i just think that we set rules in this modern day society that doesn't always do us that doesn't work to our best interest and i think maybe perhaps uh i don't know how you how do you how do you change the way we do things now based upon the way things were done when they were a little bit less simpler because we have more now access to being able to meet people or develop relationships or come up with ways in which relationships should be built as far as social media, different things of that nature. And they didn't have that stuff back then, right. but somehow they made it. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I agree. <laughs> somehow, <laughs> right? Yep. Yeah. yeah. That's the, that's I know the... we look now, could we have done that? Could right. we have, uh, well, we could. I'm, I'm over 40, I'm 44, so. Um, I think <laughs> I'm 55, so yes. <laughs> okay, so I think our generation could actually have done that, but maybe the generation, um, you know, right after us, I don't know that they would be able to handle those type of things. Do you think like income plays a part in whether or not um, a man or woman becomes the alpha or beta? Well, Do you think that if they have less money coming up that they don't feel like they can provide or are they more likely to strive for that right. or is that individualistic too well it's more or less individual 
individualism, and I, and I would say this, and this is not to be rude. Um, first, the term is alpha woman. The, the alpha term really applies to like, you know, man being a leader, provider, protector, him, mm-hmm. you know, being who he is as a successor. Um, but you do have nice, smarter women or masculine women who wants to be equal on the same level as a man because she has a leadership role and head of household and she's making money that an average man would make, but she make maybe $10,000 more, $15,000 more. So in her mind, since she's so independent, late in, early in that stage, they would still say, oh, I'm a boss chick. You know what I mean? Because they're making more money than the average man. So it's like in their mind, if you don't have what I have, you know, then you're you're not a man. You should be making more than me because you're a man. And that's not the case. See, and that's what the problem is. Men would date down. You know, we would go down in looks and go up in cooperation. Mm. Wow. So I I feel like there's such a divide when it comes to men and women when that's the behavior, when they start comparing duties or they start comparing what one should do or roles or something, you know what I mean? Once they start comparing what one should or shouldn't do, I feel like it starts to divide. If, If I have to take care of the kids and go to work tomorrow because you're sick, I'm doing exactly that. If I have to knock somebody out to protect the house because your leg is broke, I'm gonna do that. However, if you're well and able, I'm going to back up protect the kids this way and you protect the house that way you know what i mean so it, it's like we have to know our place in our particular i like to call it a journey as opposed to relationship because relationships right. the roles are kind of spoken for you know the right. woman stays in the kitchen barefoot and pregnant and the man has to go work and you know take care of the house and do everything else you know and that's not always fair it's not right. always feasible right. so if we're going on a journey together we have to share that you know, if you have to flip it and you have to take care of the house while I go work because you have a condition, why is that? Right. Well, I'm going to say you know, that shouldn't be an issue. That should be expected. Right. I'm sorry. I'm going to cut you off. I'm going to say two things. I think we have like four minutes left for recording. Number one, the, the fair thing goes, that, you know, far as the fairness goes, men, that, that don't really exist with us because by nature, we're conquerors. We're, that's just how we are. We're territorial. So we don't really see anyone on our level. You know what I mean? It's like, if I'm going to be the male, you know, I'm going to be the protector, the leader, the provider. I mean, he's going to make the most money. You know, he's going to say, hey, you know, this is what I need you to support me in. This is from traditional values. And it's either you are my program or I would get somebody else as well. Because most men that look for wives that's able to afford their wives. They're still there? Yes. I think you faded out again. Oh, who, me? I faded out? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think it's the recording by the cutoff. But yeah, um, those those type of guys are able to make enough money to have their wives just not work and work for them and stuff like that. So that's that's why when you get to a certain caliber of a man, that equality thing isn't like a partnership at all. It's like it's a marriage. You know what I mean? This is my role and this is your role. We're not equals because if someone wants to bust into the house. Or if it was a fire in the house, you, I'm going to be the one looked at as the one who's going to save us or fight off an intruder or get us out of the house safely. Society's not going to look at a woman that way. And, and that's why that whole thing, we have to maintain our structures as far as the roles that we play as husband and wife. Because if you look at each other as equals, what, what the wife really 
respect her husband the way she should compared to traditional times as it is with murder women today. Yeah, mm. Definitely. Definitely. But I also feel that the woman should be able to take the role should the man not be able to. It's like sending your husband out to war. He comes back in and he's injured. Okay. That can't stop. What he's doing can't stop because you still have to provide for the house. Are right. you able to do that? You know, right. can you step up and do that for him? Exactly. You know what I mean? And exactly. it's it's yeah. something that has to be taught by the man, though. Like, the man right. has to teach you that particular role. He has to let you know, listen, this is what goes on. If I'm down, I need you to do this. And yeah. any, you know, generally, he'll have it in play. Exactly. He'll have a plan should he goes down, you know? Exactly. But right. And you're correct. It, it definitely has to be a heavy communication in that aspect. Right. Uh, yeah. Um, <clears throat> I think when it comes to things like that situation like that, there's going to be X factors in every situation. And sometimes we plan for the straight and narrow, but we don't necessarily put much thought into what if the cart turns over, you know what I'm saying? You, 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 you say you go to school, like you said, for four years, you say you do this, like he said, you're going to be dating, you're going to be doing things. It's going to be X factors along the way. Mm -hmm. That's going to either deter you or make it difficult or you 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 thrive in it so when you said how society going to see it should we worry about how society see it as long as they get the job done you know what i'm saying if, if like she said if her husband is whatever whatever she still have to take over she it still has to be done no matter who does it right you know what i mean and a lot of times because we're pulling apart from each other nobody's worrying about getting the job done we worried about right. is it your job is it his who's job doing it who's doing mm -hmm. it who who cares mm -hmm. this this in order for our household to function properly this job needs to be done regardless together yeah. together and that's why I exactly said that's how society would look at it you understand what i'm right. saying that may not be right. the situation a between a whole right as husband and wife but that's how some people, well, they're not equal because of this happened. And, that, and that's what happens. Mm -hmm. that's, that's how division mm -hmm. is, is brought amongst us anyway. Yeah. Uh, David. Yes. What do you have to say? I don't know. The subject has got me in my mind thinking just all kinds of ways. Because, you know, I've done so many um, studies. And I guess thinking about where did all of this derive? I mean, when did it, where did it all start? for role playing and and I don't know, I guess I started, my mind went back to, and I, and I'm like, like I said, <laughs> this conversation opened my mind to a lot of things, um, the history of marriage. And I did this study and actually heard a podcast of a group of lawyers who actually looked at um, marriage as it has to do with the United States and, and how different movements came out during from the conception of colonization and even with women and different things of how women. So I, my mind is thinking how a lot of this has evolved from the conception of what took place in this country from colonization. I know that sounds crazy to some, but I don't think we ever think back that far because out of those laws came challenges which moved us to where we are as far as how people individually think uh, when it comes down to womenist or the women movement um and i think i think that has to be examined 
And maybe sometimes we might have to decolonize our minds to how we say things are supposed to be done um, in order for us to, or either unlearn some of our behaviors in order for us, mm -hmm. because it doesn't serve us to the way that we do things now. Does that say, make sense? Because we're in a whole different era. Agreed, yeah. makes yeah. makes totally good sense. Because everything that we've learned is not good. You know what I mean? So That's some correct. things, you 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 it would behoove you to unlearn. Correct. Right. 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 Okay. For everybody. Yeah. And um, it's it. Yes, it's one thing to say that we should be a certain way, but then you have to understand the behavior of why we are the way that we are in order to to make progress. It's like getting to the root of the problem. But I think we generally have conversations that kind of. We're saying the same thing, but we bypass each other without not even trying to find a solution to what it is. And a lot of it has to do with work, which most people don't want to do. Correct. We, right. by nature, <laughs> are lazy. <laughs> we don't right. want to it's put it. Type of lazy, though. Yeah, I mean, we don't want to put in that work in order to unlearn or either understand that we we evolve we're continuously evolving in a world that changes. So therefore, as he was saying, you know, the, there's different situations in life that comes toward us, but as, as a spiritual being, we have to learn how to be adapt to those particular situations that's in our lives and how we, how we deal with that is, um, is is an evolution type of situation because of the fact that everything in life changes. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Yeah. 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 Hey, ladies and yeah, gentlemen, I, I hate to cut it short, but I'm getting notification. The video just is about to end. I only have 40 minutes to uh, do the podcast. And cool, cool. <laughs> All right. Yes, I'd like to thank everyone for joining. And i also like to give a shout out to Mario Watts. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, please remember to subscribe and follow him on this podcast, The Random Select. You can find them on um, F Anchor FM on Spotify, and you can add the rest of the details, Mario. Hey, thank you for having me, man. I really appreciate it, and uh, we should definitely do this again. Yes. Yeah, that was good. I enjoyed it. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you. Thank you. I got more questions, so yeah, call me back. Okay. Hey, David. Thanks a lot yes. for joining in, man. I greatly appreciate your interest. You're welcome. I I needed some thought provoking, um, something to think about for itself. Thank you for a minute because I had a lot of other things, and sometimes just having a different topic would, I'll definitely put you uh, where you need to be. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I appreciate it. Thanks a lot. And it was right. great, great meeting you guys. Yeah, Same to you, man. All right. Thanks a lot, everybody. Bye. You already know what it is. You might like what I say, then again, you might not, but you already know. I don't give a fuck. But until next time, ladies and gentlemen, peace. And this is your host, King Nigel of Alpha Male Diaries. And I'm out.